0: what's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of the sports planet podcast we are back we i know we took a little bit, a bit of a break after the nba finals but we're going to start up once again now that the nfl best sport around is starting once again and as you can see uh i'm, I'm joined by alex valadez host of the royalty podcast also a fellow nfl lover you can see by my shirt if you're watching this uh eagle fan for me and alex is a pittsburgh Steelers fan so Alex, uh, anything you would like to say as we start the show? Uh, go put the house
1: on Cardinals under four and a half wins. Just, just <laughs> put it on there. It's lock of the century.
0: Yeah, Caleb Williams uh, to the Cardinals coming soon after this season. Uh, but yeah, Ben. Uh, so as I mentioned, uh, we're NFL season starting. So this episode will be our 2023. Sorry, excuse me. 2023 NFL predictions episode. Uh so let's just get right to it, Alex. Uh, obviously division uh divisional winners. Uh we'll start in the AFC. Uh I'll tell you mine first, then you can go uh with yours. So in the AFC East, I have the Buffalo Bills, AFC North, Cincinnati Bengals, AFC South, Jacksonville Jaguars, and of course in the AFC West, the Oakland, just kidding, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> um I know they're in Las Vegas, guys. I'm just joking. Uh so uh what do you think about there? Anything you would want to change or if you want to mention yours, so I'm with you on the Chiefs-Jags.
1: I think those are pretty pretty much locked in um, mm. for 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 those divisions. For the AFC North, I went with the Ravens. I okay. I do like I I do see it's going to be like the Ravens and Bengals, and hopefully my Steelers fighting for that top spot. But I do think yeah. the Ravens ultimately get there. For the AFC East, I have the Jets, and that's not because wow. I think they're the better team. I think their second half schedule is a lot smoother where mm-hmm. the Bills do have some tougher tougher matchups and I think Jets end up just getting over the Bills. I think that's gonna be uh the only reason, not because I think the the the, the Jets are better.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I like that Aaron A rod to Garrett Wilson will be explosive this year. I'm hoping for I have uh Wilson in a couple uh in a dynasty league with you obviously so I'm hoping for that uh sophomore uh not the slump but that sophomore uh, takeoff. take off if you want to say yeah. Um, but in the NFC, uh, in the NFC, of course, NFC East, I got my Philadelphia Eagles, no bias. I'm just using my, uh, analyst cap. Uh, so Philadelphia Eagles, NFC North, Minnesota Vikings, NFC South, New Orleans Saints, that probably going to be the worst division this year. And, uh, NFC West, the, uh, the San Francisco 40 Winers. I mean, sorry, 49ers. Uh, we'll get back. Back to that later, though. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, the NFC North for me was probably the toughest one because, uh, you know, the Detroit Lions, I feel like that offense is really going to get better this year. I was a, I'm was a big fan of them just from last season because I don't know if you watch Hard Knocks or not, but they were the preseason team that I watched during training camp. And then, like, it just shows you, like, the kind of culture that Dan Campbell was, was building there. And then, obviously, last year they got off to a slow start but finished pretty hot. They were able to knock out the Packers from uh, playoff contention. That like so, they themselves didn't make playoffs, but you could tell that they're building towards something. So for me, that Vikings Lions one was kind of like a like a coin toss, if you want to say. But I ended, I ended up going with the Vikings just because, obviously, Kirk Cousins and JJ uh, are still like a dynamic duo themselves as well. So what do you think about your uh, about these, or if you want to mention yours?
1: Yeah, no, agree with the Eagles, agree with the 49ers, agree with the Saints. Uh, I ended up going with Detroit on this one. I think, like uh-huh. you're saying, they're building towards something. I think this is a year that they uh, push the envelope. I know they have a lot of key, key guys on defense who, you know, if they make the strides that it's looking like, I could see them overtaking the, um, the Vikings with the Vikings defense being so suspect. So I do like Detroit in this one. You know what's funny is when I was looking at this, I definitely looked at the gambling odds just to kind of get a feel for like <laughs> what what the public is leaning on. And mm-hmm. uh, Troy is actually the favorite right now, believe it or not. Really? I'm yeah, I was really surprised by
0: that too. Uh, yeah, I would have thought Vikings. Like that's why. Like, cause I feel like a lot of people are riding the the Lions now, cause like they know, like they're they're a fun team to watch. They're they're a hard team to root against, you know uh so i feel like that one is i, I just went vikings just because of their they're not i don't know if i want to say chemistry but the experience that they've had obviously they're not that type of playoff team that has success and all that but we're talking about regular season here so that's why ultimately i went vikings it did have lines at first but then i swapped it just because they have the experience um yeah. but yeah so anything you want else you want to say about divisional winners before moving on to the playoff seedings
1: yeah, you know what, um, that NFC South, if you're a gambling <laughs> person, I mean, I wouldn't even hate you if you've sprinkled on, see, let me just look at real quick at the uh, Probably, uh,
0: under 500 uh, divisional winner.
1: Yeah, so let me see, NFC eight, South. Eight and nine,
0: now that there's 17 games.
1: You know what's funny is, is the New Orleans Saints is such a great value at minus 105 because, I mean – I don't really kind of think a lock. the Hawkins are going to do anything. Panthers, mm-hmm. it's a cute idea, but that's not smart. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't want to say bring the Brinks tr- truck for the Saints because they're the Saints, <laughs> but, you know, maybe, um, maybe pull a week's lunch, lunch money on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because, I mean, I'm not going to say Derek Carr is the greatest quarterback, but they obviously did upgrade from Andy Dalton to Derek Carr. And then uh, they also got Jamal Williams from the Lions that we were just talking about. He signed there in the offseason with New Orleans, so he'll get a good share of of work in those first three games while Alvin Kamara is out with his suspension. Uh, But, you know, and then Olave, too, he's putting into his second season. I expect him to have a huge jump from from, uh, his rookie season to his sophomore year. So, uh, and then Michael Thomas, I'm not going to go too deep into him because, you know, after a game or two, he'll probably be out with a toe injury or something like that. But... I feel like in terms of the NFC South, probably going to be the weakest division. I remember, like back then for the NFC East, it was the NFC least, and then so. But now NFC South, I don't, I don't know. It's just going to be a. It's going to be a tough year for all four teams there. So that's why I think the Saints have the best roster in terms of that division. So that's why I'm giving them the edge. Um, anything else you want to say before moving on?
1: I just put two un- two units on it. So yeah, Saints for the division. <laughs> Any and, and enjoy this this one time that I support the Saints.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So and then uh, AFC playoff seedings. Obviously, one through four are the divisional winners. So it's not it's not it's based off divisional winners then record uh for the playoffs. So I have Chiefs finishing as the first seed, Bengals second seed, Buffalo Bills third seed, Jaguars fourth, followed by the Jets, Chargers, and Browns filling out the the wild card spots. What about you? Would you have
1: so for the, in the AFC, so Jets, Ravens, Chiefs. So it's good. I think it's going to be Chiefs one seed, Ravens two seed, Jets three seed, wow. Jags four seed, and then you're going to get the Bills as the fifth seed and the Bengals as the sixth seed. And um, then, let me
0: see. You got, you got Chargers, you got Browns. I don't know if you want to go with a different team like the Raiders. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the, Raiders.
1: the Raiders. See the the seventh one. I want to be cute yeah. with the Steelers, but I just I'm gonna go with the Chargers. I I think that right. I just you know I, part of me just wants to see the Chargers win win a bit. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm just I the the narrative that Justin Herbert isn't all that. Just because of the Chargers, like. I just, I just would like to see him get his, his, his uh, due diligence.
0: I mean, they did blow a, what, 27-0 to lead in the wild card against the Jaguars last season. So, obviously, it's not all on Herbert. It's a whole team. It's a team aspect, but it did blow a 27-0 to lead. So, I mean, the Chargers are that team that, like, you know they're going to be good in the regular season, but they're just the Clippers of the NFL. It, there's, I don't know. They're just never going to be I, – I just don't see the Chargers ever doing well and I. I, I mean, as we—I mean—I don't care for their success, but we—we are—we are living in LA, so it'd be nice to have a team. Obviously, we saw that with the Rams recently, when all the people around here that never really watched football hopped onto the Rams bandwagon. So, like, maybe it'd be nice to have an actual team here that has actual fans, because whenever we go to SoFi, it's usually the team, the visiting team's fans that are filling the the stands, you know. And I'm oh, yeah. sure—I don't know you—I'm sure you went recently to. Uh, a Steelers game, I think, it was against the Chargers or the Rams. I can't remember when. It was the um,
1: Chargers and the terrible towels. It, yeah. lo- it felt like we- it was a home game. It was crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Chargers. The, the only thing the Chargers could say is like, "Oh, we have blue and yellow, so those were our yellow towels." You know, it's <laughs> like everybody knows, there were the yellow t- uh, terrible towels from Pittsburgh. and right. It's like the same thing that happened when I went to the Eagle games here at the Coliseum back to back years. It was all green, you know. And then this year, uh, obviously, Eagles are coming to SoFi Week Five. I'll be there, of course, and I'm hoping. I'm sure it'll be the same thing where it's all like nothing but green, and I'm all like, because the the Rams aren't going to be that great of a team this year. I feel obviously so. Uh,
1: I bet uh, wins. So I'm
0: with you about what?
1: I, I bet the under uh, under six and a half wins for the for the Rams.
0: Yeah, I would put them around there, like five to six wins. That's all. They go,
1: have to know what's wrong with his hamstring, which is like he was he was going to be the only reason why I hesitate to not
0: go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Over. No, yeah. And then good thing I haven't had uh that my draft. I have one draft tonight. Obviously, I was fading Cooper Cup with the with his uh, injuries recently, but I'm just glad that I didn't draft him in any of my previous drafts because now they're saying that he's day to day. I put it in air quotes. But that hamstring injury, re-aggravating that type of injury at his age, that's kind of a tough one to come back from. But, uh, yeah, uh, moving forward to the NFC uh, playoff seedings, bias aside, I just feel like the Eagles will. (laughs) I know it sounds like I'm biased, guys, but I truly believe that the Eagles will finish as the one seed again. And then I have the 49ers, this two seed. Minnesota Vikings, the three seed. And, of course, the Saints as the four seed because it goes based off divisional winners. And then at five, I have Cowboys, six, Detroit Lions, and seventh, the Seahawks. So uh, what do you think about that? And then after that, just let me know about yours.
1: So I actually have Eagles as the number two seed. I got the 49ers at the one seed. Okay. Right at the three seed. Saints at the four seed. Uh, Fifth seed, I got the Minnesota Vikings. Sixth seed, I have your favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. You mean America's team. I, that's such a dumb
0: reference America. Hey, they're America's team now, right? Because they're America's team to hate. Before they were America's team to love. Now they're America's team to hate.
1: Somebody said that Trey Jones made Trey Lance wear the 15th, so he could have his own Mahomes at uh, on his team. Uh, And then Seattle. Uh, uh, I still think
0: I still think still on them.
1: Yeah, I, I I think Seattle has a. a, a I know everybody hates it fantasy wise for um zach charbonnet being on the seahawks but i think philosophy wise with what this team is building as one of the slower teams having two running backs that are capable of you know splitting a load and running the ball well that's exactly what you want in in a game against the 49ers or a game against the eagles where you want to control the clock so I i like to wrap up the last seed for sure
0: no, yeah, and then oh, right now that you mentioned the Jerry Jones thing, I was like, yeah. I had seen a meme also where they're all like, you know, like when they put the little glasses and all that, like where they can't see, and then there was like an image of Mahomes blurred out, and then they put the glasses on and the vision's all clear, and it's actually Trey Lance. And I'm like, <laughs> they were like, and then the comments were like, I am not even like, I would even doubt it if that's truly what Jerry Jones thought that he was training for Mahomes or something like that. It's yeah. crazy, like,
1: or he thinks he's
0: yeah but that's the thing it's not like the three that the number three pick in the 2021 draft got outplayed and replaced by mr mr irrelevant as they say in the draft uh the final pick in the 2022 nfl draft so that just goes to show that obviously injuries came to play but that just goes to show that it doesn't matter where you're drafted but as long as because like tom brady as well the go to football he wasn't drafted in the in the first what first night or two he was drafted in on the final day of the draft so that just goes to show to so put in the work and you'll you will eventually make it to where you have to be but um
1: everybody who really has a dynasty league and i have brock purdy come send me those offers take them off my hands
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um so out of these teams right here so we've gone over the afc and the nfc who are your dark horses to make the championship games for both conferences
1: all right, dark horses, or or give me
0: or give me your championship predictions, and then dark horses if you want.
1: All right, so out of the AFC, even as a Steelers fans, I'm I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna go with Lamar, uh, gonna Lamar. Jackson. Really, Baltimore Ravens to get out of the AFC.
0: Wow, and
1: and, and, and there's a reason for my ma- for my madness.
0: And I'll... is this to make the championship game, or are you saying because I heard you say to make it out of the AFC
1: yeah uh, to, to make the championship game so to represent Okay the good. okay. And then NFC you're going to hate this but the 49ers.
0: Oh, so you're saying Super Bowl. This is like, the Super Bowl you're
1: saying. Yeah, th- this is going to be a Super Bowl matchup and those are going to be the teams who are going to come out of each conference.
0: Oh, is it the rematch of the Super Bowl when the lights went out. <laughs> well,
1: you know what's funny the um, only I'm going by this is have you ever heard of that like the I I didn't look into it but I wanted to like roll the dice on it cuz I was trying to think about it. That the colors of the Super Bowl logo theoretically
0: predicts
1: the- it predicts who's going to make it to the Super Bowl. You know, like last year yeah. for the Eagles and the and the Chiefs, it was a greenish reddish one.
0: Was it really?
1: Yeah, and it it wasn't until someone on TikTok because of course people on TikTok have Not the TikTok, yeah. ability to fucking look all this shit up. But apparently, like it like it was green and then red. Chiefs, Eagles. Oh my god.
0: Because no you know, I like
1: joke about the the Super Bowl that I even think I remember the Steelers ones having mad yellow. <laughs> so Dude, there's no way. At... I'm not fact checking it, but I'm, I'm just gonna say like that's. I mean, think about that
0: green and red right there. Yeah. And then uh, now that you're saying that, go to the next one. There's Ravens and Niners, I guess, if you want to say. Because
1: I, I thought Chiefs and Vikings, but that Vikings defense, I just can't see them making it into
0: the Super Bowl. Oh, but okay. Well, this was the year for the year that the Rams won. That, that was the first year that they started actually putting some color in. Rams? So that one, no. You
1: could, you could fake the, the...
0: You could say the Bengals, but I, there's no Rams here. For 50. For well, Rams Bowl, have a yellow on, on their alternate jerseys
1: they were the blue and yellow ones that year i'm just saying <laughs> look i'm going tiktok conspiracy on it just because it's fun to go about. Uh, all right go to the uh, next one all
0: right well the next i go back one
1: or oh, back back yeah
0: the chiefs and the bucks okay so now there's nothing here yeah okay this was the year that it was uh, in tampa oh well tampa yeah obviously but uh why is it in tampa but it's dolphin colors you see okay, kind of like the bluish the one
1: thing i was going to say is like it gives very dolphin colors
0: yeah it's a, that's what i was going to say it was it's in miami but i forgot this was the year that tampa bay was the first team that win it at their own their own stadium the year that the chiefs made me lose a lot of money because i thought they were going to repeat
1: oh yeah chiefs. no i like that too. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. so yeah that's that's it but yeah so technically this last year okay eagles chiefs i see it so if you want to go based off tiktok conspiracies it looks like the Ravens versus the versus the Forty Niners, so the Forty Winer fans will find that funny or will like Vikings that. Are
1: the only purple team in the NFC,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's the only one I can think of as it right now. So yeah. Yeah. you could say the Vikings versus who? The Bills, maybe. But who knows?
1: I feel, like, got I feel red. like if it's gonna be red, and the red is for the AFC, it's gonna definitely be the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I think Josh Allen's gonna. Going to be like, the Josh Peyton Allen always finds to it. like to like cheat to like Mahomes Brady like type thing. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. remember when like Brady and uh Manning, it was always like everybody always liked Manning more, but Tom Brady just always won.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: it's gonna be probably something like that. But some, but you know, Mahomes is very likable,
0: honestly. I see that, but with uh, I feel like eventually he's not there yet, but I feel like Trevor Lawrence will play that Peyton Manning role. Where, uh, you know, he he doesn't have... Obviously, Peyton Manning won two Super Bowls after that, eventually, okay? So, like, obviously, he did get his his share of wins. Two two is a lot, a lot right then and there. One is a lot. But the fact that Brady got seven, that's where it's like, oh, what the fuck? But, yeah. So, I feel like, if anything, I don't see the Bills ever... I don't want to say I don't see them winning a Super Bowl, but if they... Never do I see it because Josh Allen, uh, Josh Allen, sorry, Josh Allen always throws that critical pick at some point where it just gives the other team the momentum or just throws away the game literally. So I feel like if anything, Trevor Lawrence will play that Peyton Manning role to Patrick Mahomes, where Mahomes maybe finishes with five Super Bowls, let's say, and then uh, Lawrence will have one or two. What do you think about that?
1: i can't wait till the day trevor lawrence cuts his hair and nfl twitter <laughs> goes fucking <included laughs> with the yeah, yeah. he's about to become a hall of fame quarterback guys mm-hmm. uh, i can see it. i mean lawrence to me seems like one of those like freaking first one in last one out fucking uh tape nerd just constantly like reviewing and, and looking at at uh at game tape Oh, I could see that the
0: opposite of you know, Johnny Mansell, zero uh, hours on his iPad. I <laughs> <The rookie season>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I remember in high school I would look at tape a ton and I'd be like, there's no way as a quarterback, you aren't
0: looking at tape. Not even just a quarterback as a professional player. It doesn't matter yeah. what position you play and a first rounder at that. Come on. Uh, but yeah, but you. OK, so you mentioned your Super Bowl, uh, your Super Bowl matchup. But I, I was kind of alluding to the championship game matchups. What do you think? Because like, obviously you said uh, r- uh, Ravens versus uh, versus the Niners. Who do you think they're going to be playing in the NFC championship and AFC championship game?
1: For the NFC, I think it's going to be the Eagles and, and the 49ers fans are going to be really annoying to you guys for the entire offseason because it's going to come.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. And then Ravens, I'm going to have them beat uh, – I just can't put them against anyone else besides the Chiefs because you know what I
0: mean. Yeah. No, yeah, that's why um, I feel like this year, honestly, for me personally, I have, uh, I have the same, the same uh, prediction that I had going into last season because last season I had said Eagles, Niners, and then uh, Bengals, Bengals, uh, Chiefs, sorry. But the thing is, for me, last year I had Eagles versus the Bengals in the in the Super Bowl. Uh, obviously, got one out of two. But unfortunately, for Eagle fans, uh, they lost the Super Bowl. But Mahomes was the better player. The uh, what's it called? The Chiefs were the better team that day. And then, but I have the same the same thing this year, where I'm going Eagles versus Niners, and then Bengals Chiefs. But I think Bengals make it out this season. So, but as for that, like obviously we have our picks. But who do you think if one of those teams weren't to make it? What what uh, dark horse do you have for each conference? Because for me and the AFC, you mentioned them already the, as the AFC East uh, Divisional Champions, the New York Jets, because obviously Rodgers has some weapons there. He has Garrett Wilson. He has Brees Hall. Obviously, he's coming off an ACL, but I think the addition of Dalvin Cook will really help him come back into the fold lot, way, way better than if he were expected to be uh, ready by week one, which he is expected to, but he doesn't have to worry about having – the full workload and then uh for the NFC we already mentioned them earlier the Detroit Lions so if one of those two teams don't make it to uh, or if, if our matchups don't make it those are the two teams I expect to be there as dark horses
1: yeah I'm with you on the Jets I just think they got their quarterback and I know last year mm-hmm. that was the narrative that they were a quarterback away from making it to the yeah. playoffs so they have that now they have a defense that you know Sauce Gardner, who's always the fun one to, to look at, but they have a, a solid interior um, linebacker core, which I think, in terms of defenses, like for the Eagles, it was Trent Edwards and Kaiser White, who like they set the tone and they start to kind of like dictate how the offense plays. And I think the Jets have that with CJ Mosley.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Jets would be the one for the NFC. I have a hard time picking a, a dark horse because I mean, sure, Detroit and the Vikings sound like a fun idea. But I think it's either the 49ers or the Eagles, to, to to come out. Honestly, I I just I have a hard time saying even the Cowboys, Giants, and it, I just I can't I can't confidently even name them as a dark horse.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's why I have I feel like the Lions because but the only thing is like their their defense because obviously they have the offense, but it's like the defense will they be able to have enough to help them get through to like uh, at least to the championship game. I'm not Maybe. saying they'll make it to the Super Bowl, but I'm just saying they could make it as far as the championship game. And, like, how you mentioned Sauce Gardner on the uh, for the Jets, they also have another pretty good corner in D.J. Reed on the other side. So it's like everybody talks about Sauce because, obviously, he's the main guy. He has a personality. But they have a pretty good defense as well coming into this season. So um, that's the only difference between the Jets and the Lions in terms of my dark horses where they have it on both sides. So I don't know. But um. – uh,
1: one thing, one thing to just mm. know for the Jets: if you put money on the Jets to win the Super Bowl just because they played sexy red at their practice, you need to reevaluate how you, budget, how you spend your money. <laughs> uh, that was a funny oh, clip. Okay. That was a really funny clip.
0: No, yeah. And then um, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, sorry. Oh no. So who? Let me just go back to the Super Bowl. So who do you have winning it then? You said the 49ers, right? Hmm. Uh, and who would be your MVP of the Super Bowl?
1: McCaffrey.
0: Oh, well, CMC. He's a, Is that the day he's going to throw another uh, touchdown pass, receiving catch, catch one for receiving touchdown and run one in? Like he's how he gonna, did against the Rams last year.
1: He's gonna. It's gonna be like uh like when the Steelers when Randall threw the game winning touchdown to Heinz Ward. It's gonna be uh, McCaffrey throwing it to Debo. Call it right oh, now. Yeah.
0: No, dude, and then, so obviously for me personally, I. it sounds like i'm biased man. I, I'm, being I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not being biased. I'm not being biased. Okay, the
1: Eagles are like. I'm telling you, I cannot confidently say outside of the Eagles and Forty Nine ers that there's anyone else coming out of the NFC. I cannot. Yeah. So no, so but this I'm is what uh,
0: I'm sounding biased, but I'm being serious. I am not like I. This is because I truly believe it. If the E, I have the Eagles winning, beating, winning the Super Bowl against the Bengals, okay and then jalen hurts has the mvp but i don't know if he'll put on as great of a performance that he did last season if he'll come back and help us redeem after losing last season against the chiefs but this that's the reason why i have the eagles winning it because if you've seen if you've seen jalen hurts the way he is you know he's a no-nonsense type of guy like obviously he'll have his fun or whatever but first thing on his mind is winning he doesn't care about any of the outside noise any distractions you know like he is focused on getting us back to the Super Bowl and winning it all this time. And that's the only reason why I feel like we'll win it this year, because of Hurts, his mentality. He'll get everybody else to buy in, make sure that they're locked in. If they would have won it last year, I wouldn't be telling you, yeah, we're going to repeat. I'm being serious. We would not be repeating, because obviously it's it's difficult to repeat in any sport, especially in, in football. But if we would have won last year, I would probably say either 49ers versus the Bengals this year. But the fact that we lost last year, that's just going to fuel Hertz even more. And that'll help us help the Eagles get their second Lombardi trophy in six years. But um, anything else you want to say before moving on to MVP or uh, not MVP, sorry, end of season awards? Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. If, if it, I don't think
1: you're being biased. You don't have to worry about the, the commenters saying like, oh, it's a fucking Eagles fan. Eagles could very well do it. They just they did lose a couple pieces on defense that don't worry me, but it's just like you know it's 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 just somebody's got to replace them and somebody will. Mm -hmm. Is Barnett going to get traded? Who? Derek Barnett.
0: I don't know. He 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 wants to get traded uh, because now obviously he wants to get traded because he would he there isn't that much space left for him on the on the D line obviously because now our that's the thing. A lot of people are saying we lost a lot of, pe- of pieces, but as much as we lost, I feel like maybe we're not as good on the defensive end, but we still have pieces to help us get to the Super Bowl. And then we lost uh, Javon Har- Hargrave to the Niners in the offseason. He signed with San Francisco. But we replaced them with, we already had Jordan Davis, and then we replaced them with Jalen Carter, the number ten, well number nine pick in the draft this year. The every every analyst was saying should have gone number one if it wasn't for character issues and all that off off the field stuff following the national championship game. But that's the thing. It's all like we just replaced them with probably the best player in the league. And uh yeah, man. So I feel like Barnett, who doesn't have that type of role like how he did a couple years ago when we won Super Bowl fifty two. Uh, but I, I I don't see him getting traded, but if he does, it's because he actually he wants to leave of course because he just wants more playing time than anything but yeah anything else you
1: i'm very oh, excited to that- see kobe dean uh finally get a oh, yeah. start start yeah. for the philadelphia bulldogs
0: yeah the philadelphia dogs uh, like they might as well uh everybody that goes to georgia yeah you know, just know that you're getting ready to come to philadelphia once you're a pro if once if you make it that far <laughs> right uh but uh yeah moving forward to um to NFL end of season awards. Uh, I'm going to sound biased once again, but I'll give you – I'm going to give you two, uh, two options for the first couple of awards just because, like, one. I'm not biased, but these are my two players that I expect to make it. So starting off with MVP, of course, Jalen Hurts, quarterback at the Philadelphia Eagles. I, this is the thing, though. I feel like people underestimated him last year because he didn't have the passing touchdowns, right? Everybody sees Mahomes and all his touchdowns. And then uh, I want to say Hurts was in the 20s, low 20s. But the thing that people don't understand if you aren't watching the games is that Eagles were blowing out a lot of teams. So there was no point in him needing to, to keep throwing at the ball. There was a lot of games last season that Eagles were up big at halftime and then they would just run the ball the whole second half. And like, as an Eagle fan myself, like that, obviously like you're, you're glad your team's winning but it's kind of boring because like you, they're just running out the clock at that point. Yeah. So that kind of hurt Jalen hurts in terms of his MVP season, because they were pl- dominating teams. So well say it was easy schedule, whatever. I saw a graphic towards the end of the season saying, obviously, cause that's based on the prior season, right? right? The, the schedule uh, difficulty. But once yeah. I saw towards the end of the season, once they factored in 2022 records, the Eagles actually had one of the, the tougher schedules, as of that year, and obviously that's because the NFC East was so much better because obviously those are the teams you play the most, your division. Uh, but, yeah, so Jalen Hurts, and plus once you factor in his rushing ability, he's, you know, like that. those were the things that, that kind of factored into him losing, I want to say, because Mahomes is the poster child for NFL. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it at all. I'm just saying those are the things that, in my opinion, factored into Jalen Hurts not winning as well. Because he had more rushing touchdowns, more rushing yards, that type of stuff, so that lowered his passing yards and passing touchdowns. But my other MVP, if Hurts doesn't win, is quarterback for the Bengals, Joe Burrow, because I feel like he has all the weapons. Obviously, he has Chase, he has T. Higgins, he has Boyd, who's not obviously he's not the number one anymore, but he's still a quality wide receiver three, in my opinion. And then plus Mixon, like how, how we were talking about earlier. Uh, but what do you what do you think for your MVP?
1: I'm going with Lamar Jackson. I know last year he missed the end of the season because of his nagging knee injury. I know everybody was trying to, you know, say he was quitting on the team and all that. The Ravens go out, get Odell Beckham Jr., they drive Zay Flowers. I just think this is going to be one of those years where Lamar Jackson is just going to try to go X games mode, and that's why I have him as the one seed. So, um, yeah, so self explanatory there
0: wow you're really all in on the ravens this year huh and that's and this is coming from a Steeler fan everyone
1: yeah exactly that's yeah, what we're yeah. like i understand like this isn't just like you know i'm a raven fan it's like no, no no i'm a Steeler fan this is just me kind of feeling out looking at the numbers you know oh which is kind of funny because because i just realized my offensive player of the year and defensive player of the year are afc north too
0: <laughs> really yeah you're going yeah you're going all in everyone then I I don't I don't think you're going to expect my offense player of the year if you said AFC North Mm -hmm. okay but obviously so now that you're saying that that's not you're not going Lamar Jackson you're going to go the opposite AFC North is it from the Bengals
1: no no
0: so it has to be from the Browns you're going with Chubb Chubb yeah I think I think
1: okay. he's. I I really think the Browns are going to lean on him. They're going to build on their running game. I I know everybody expects Deshaun Watson to go back to like the Houston days and throw it a ton. I don't think they won't because he's washed. I think they'll do it do that in in to kind of build their offense off the run. Mm-hmm. I keep on seeing people put like Chubb could get two thousand yards. I don't really know about that. I do see him getting sixteen hundred plus yards. I'm sure he's going to be there in the receiving game. He had um hunt in the in the backfield obviously his playing time diminished Before, near yeah. the end but he Chubb had a hell of a year last year with Hunt kind of looming and kind of getting some carries here and there' mm-hmm. carries to Chubb and I think Chubb's gonna take the full workload I think he's gonna have a, a, a spectacular year um as as
0: running back yeah so, so that's your offensive player of the year that's crazy I have uh either. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, running back from the 49ers, or Jamar Chase, wide receiver from the Bengals. So it's all like, you know, because Chase is just a physical beast, man. Like, you know, and and that's the funny thing coming into his rookie year. Everybody was saying he couldn't even catch the ball because the college ball was so different from the NFL ball. A lot of people started fading him in, like, his rookie year drafts. And it's all like, uh, this guy turned out to be the second best receiver in the league probably behind Justin Jefferson. Everybody has him one and two, I feel. Um, there's no. I feel like there's no wrong answer, but I tend to lean towards JJ first. Should have been an eagle. I can't, can't believe I still can't believe it to this day. They drafted Rager over him, who is on the Patriots now, trying to make it as a as a special teams member. But whatever. So, uh, but yeah, one and two. C uh, CMC or Jamar Chase, just because CMC can do it all. You know, I feel like this year they the, obviously they're going to use Elijah Mitchell a good amount because why wouldn't you? Why would you try? taxing cmc all that like so much when you have another quality back in elijah mitchell on the niners but i feel like cmc's pass uh not passing passing ability too i guess (laughs) yeah that touchdown but his he's a great runner obviously he has the ability to catch the ball so i feel like he'll be able to acclimate his stats and really have an all-around season this year and elijah mitchell will only help him to stay healthy healthier too so what? So you obviously said that uh, Chubb. What do you think about mine?
1: Uh, Chase would be my number two. Mm-hmm. He would have been my number one
0: if uh, Bro didn't get
1: hurt, and mm-hmm. it, that that just scares me a little bit. Not because I think Bro's gonna miss time, but you know the follow through, everything goes through your legs. I just I I was I was walking in. If Bro was healthy, I would consider drafting Chase number one. Like that's, okay. that's I, ex, I expect him to have a big year too. So um, I do like Chase there. So, and he, I'm sure he's a pretty solid value if you were gambling
0: on that one too. Mm-hmm. Uh. So moving on to defensive player of the year. Uh, I'm going to show you guys I'm not being biased right now. My second player shows bias, but my first player does not. Okay. And the, can you guess who it is? I feel like it should be an easy one. If I'm an Eagle fan and I'm going with this guy as my defensive player of the year.
1: I, it's like that it's obvious. like it's weird that it, you're picking him or are you talking about the eagle one
0: no i'm talking about the guy that i'm going with first Micah. we're Parker. talking yeah yeah i'm yeah. like i'm showing you that i'm not biased all right guys as much <laughs> as i hate the cowboys i believe micah is is a great obviously he's a great defensive player he's from philly he keeps sending a little subliminal shots like hey guys i love philly this and that but everybody's like, "Oh, he's going to the Eagles," and it's like, "No, guys, he's just from the area." But yeah. that I would not be opposed to that, of course. But yeah, so I have Michael Parsons winning Defensive Player of the Year this year, and then my second pick is Hassan Reddick. Obviously, the man had a tear, tear. He teared through everyone last year, especially in the NFC Championship game when the when the Forty Winer fans are saying that we need. You're lucky we didn't have a, a third quarterback, you know. Like who the hell else were you gonna have? Can we agree that he was there? Oh yeah,
1: so annoying this year, by the way. Like after that loss, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've never seen so many players go on press runs just to talk about
0: the injuries.
1: Mm Hmm. Debo Debo probably Um, will never, will probably never eat a Philly cheesesteak sandwich ever again.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's gonna have to once they come back to the NFC Championship game, or even when they play them this year. I I can't remember what week it is, but like week 13-ish or something like that. But uh, he, they will be back this season, so I can, I cannot wait for that game. Bold prediction: I think we kill them. I, I think it's like another, like obviously thirty-one to seven in the NFC Championship game. I think it's one of those type of games where we just shut them up and say let's just say thirty-eight to seven. And I hope Brock Purdy is healthy. Remember, I a hope just dominating victory against another fellow uh, NFC heavyweight. That's what I'm saying. They should have kept Trey Lance because if. if that way, they ha- they can say that they had every quarterback available because now, thanks to the Hassan Reddick, he took out two quarterbacks in one game. They had to bring back Purdy when he had an what was a torn UCL, so yeah. obviously he couldn't throw anymore. They were thinking about putting in McCaffrey at quarterback at that point. So it's all like, I understand you guys didn't have a quarterback, but it's because you guys decided to put a what was it a backup or a third string tight end on Hassan Reddick? Are you serious? Yeah, that was barbecue chicken alert right there. So it's not like that's that's not our fault that like they didn't have an extra quarterback. That's just how it goes. That's like saying if hurt if hurts if hurts would have got hurt, and then our backup gets hurt. I'm not gonna be like, oh, we we, we lost because we didn't have a third quarterback. That's such a bullshit yeah, argument. This, uh, that only thing I'm trying to say is just acknowledge that you guys lost because our defense killed you guys. Our defense killed you guys.
1: That's, that's what probably- I'm I, I hate when people are like, well, we would have won if this guy didn't get hurt. Well, he did, and you guys lost. Yeah, All right.
0: Injuries are part of the game, exactly. So I'm like, it's one thing. I don't mind like people saying we would have had a chance. Of course, yeah, it would. Maybe maybe it's a more maybe it's a more intense game. It's not as 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 lopsided. I, I want I won't disagree with that. But it yeah, just completely say you would have won right. if Brock Birdie stays alive. Oh, stays alive. No, stays healthy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean.
1: No, he was he was,
0: he was uh, is Craig Williams
1: on the Eagle staff now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but real quick, now rather right? than mentioning this. Uh, this is from e- uh Eagles Nation on Twitter. I don't know, have you seen this video?
1: No. Oh my god. No? Okay,
0: so it says the effect the NFC championship loss had on the 49er fans and players truly needs to be studied by mental health professionals. This is just sad. Let me know what y'all got it. All right, let's do it. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Cry, Eagles, cry. On the road road to misery. misery. Sigh, Eagles, sigh. Blow the the big gates. One, two, three. Miss them low. Lock them high. And watch watch our Eagles die. die.
1: Bye, Bye, Eagles, bye. Brides of the NFC, Losers
0: Eagles. I'm loving it. That's so good. Let me know what y'all. Oh damn! This is crazy, huh?
1: Is that the Super Bowl?
0: This was yeah, following the Super Bowl. I mean, like this just got posted. This got posted August 17th, but I'm sure it was right after Super Bowl. So it, it would be funny. even worse if it they just posted that recently, but I'm pretty sure it was right after Super Bowl. But it was just so funny when I saw it. I was like, holy shit, bro, these guys are really crazy. That is it's like, And I had seen another tweet saying Tyreek Hill, obviously before Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Chiefs believe in Pat and built around him. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Spagels know Joe is the real deal. Amari Cooper and C D Lamb. Cowboys got lethal weapons for Dak. AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Hertz sucks. He needs players to carry him. The f- they just keep moving the goalposts for Hertz. It's crazy, man. It's whenever, whenever a quarterback can run, the the narrative is so much different than a pocket passer, traditional quarterback, which is what, what's sad. Uh, but yeah, oh, I have another thing to share, but uh, I'll I'll just leave it till the end. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, who'd you have for defensive player of the year?
1: Uh, T.J. Watt. Wow, yeah, B- bias for I'll life um so the part of it i mean look i, I have him on my price picks season total at over 13 and a half you know there's this whole pat mcafee said if uh, tj watt passes beats the sack record he's going to donate so much money over to the charity of his choice so i'm just going to run with the 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 good the good positive cheer with the donation so yeah i'll yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll uh, I'm, I'm a ride with TJ Watt. he's healthy this season last year he you know got hurt after that that first game against the Bengals and you know I you know at like my age getting older and I get hurt and then I go directly it's like yeah no I have no idea how these guys are out there playing the full full tackle uh football dealing with injuries so
0: yeah uh, I like
1: why with the clean bill of health to kind of regain that form
0: yeah, well, I mean, TJ Watt, they, uh, correct. They they both, he holds the sack record with Michael Strahan, 22 and a half.
1: And
0: I, he, I didn't, I thought he was half away. That's, that's crazy. He tied it. Oh, but mention that. It was an argument on the last second to last sack or
1: last sack that he had because they only counted it as a half. Mm-hmm. There's this whole argument whether it was or wasn't. So, like, which I always thought was like, oh man, I, I hate when he gets to those gut calls because it's like, yeah. You make the call and you for
0: over, a record right?
1: yeah right and if you don't make the call then it feels like you were kind of robbed mm-hmm. you know you don't see me making uh losers ref uh ref sucks or whatever or stat tracker sucks or whatever yeah yeah i'm not gonna lie to you that was so corny and embarrassing like for the like the 49ers like media to do that shit. that's so corny
0: yeah, but it's whatever. I mean, whatever helps them sleep at night, you know. Cast I'm
1: sure it did guys. actually help them sleep at night. I'm not going to lie to you. It
0: did. It looks they're, like they're, it going to, they're going to sleep. The Eagles are lucky we didn't have three more quarterbacks on the roster. <laughs> 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 no, but, yeah, that's the thing, man. It's like I looked it up real quick because I remember seeing when uh, when T.J. Watt was nearing the record. I remember seeing a video on Twitter. I'm not going to go looking for it because it's going to take a while. But um, I remember seeing that I think it was on Michael Strahan's final sack. That whoever was the offensive tackle at that point just gave it to him, just so he can get the record. So w- that's what was the crazy part about it, because people are saying TJ Watt's actually out here getting sacks, and then that final sack was just kind of given to him. So it's all like, imagine if that never happened. TJ Watt is your sack leader now. So just like those little things that happened back then, were like it ends up being a huge difference now. Yeah, so TJ Watt. Yeah. Like obviously, you're saying you're a Steeler fan. You're saying bias. It doesn't matter because when we're here, we're thinking. Analyst cap. Obviously, we're fans of both the Eagles and Sealers, but whenever we make our predictions, it's not because we're going with our heart, but we're going with our analyst cap. But TJ Watt is a great pick as well. Um, I mean,
1: look, just 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 to add one one little tidbit. So yeah. we we have um, Alex Highsmith, who we actually just inked him to a new deal. He he had double digit di- um digit sacks. We have Cam Hayward on the on the D line. We added a new corner because our corners have been barbecue chicken for the last couple of years. So, Joy Porter, mm. Junior, uh, former uh, Joy Porter uh, linebacker for the Steelers. So, it's his son. I'm I'm going off based off scheme wise what I've seen when he's healthy and he's in there. He's normally getting pressures, you know, similar to, you know, Hassan Reddick, where like last year it seemed like no one could stop him. No. Like you can put a brick wall and he's going to get through it. Everything was barbecue chicken. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm hoping for, for a bounce back year for wide after last year. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving on to Rookies of the Year, obviously there's Offensive and Defensive. Uh, so Offensive Rookie of the Year, I have uh, the man that they compared to Saquon, B. John Robinson, running back out of the Falcons. Obviously, I wanted him to be an eagle so bad just because coming off a of Super Bowl, we have a top 10 pick. That's such a legendary pick at that point. I am so happy with Jalen Carter right now, obviously. But going into the draft, I feel like everybody wanted Bijan just because we knew we were going to get rid of Sanders because we could get Bijan on a rookie contract. Imagine Bijan with Jalen Hurts. That would have been crazy, but the Falcons sniped us. Uh, so Bijan is now with the Falcons in Atlanta. So he's my offensive rookie of the year. And then for defense, there's <laughs> more bias. Jalen Carter, our defensive tackle we just got, man. Number nine, we. Jalen Carter's a beast like how did the league mess up this bad and let him drop to the Eagles we didn't honestly we probably didn't need him because we have Fletcher Cox and uh Jordan Davis but the fact that Jalen Carter fell to them now Jalen Carter comes in as a starter over Jordan Davis and then now when Fletcher Cox is ready to retire whatever we had the two Georgia Bulldogs there at defensive tackle which is just crazy followed by a linebacker duo of nolan smith and Kobe dean or georgia bulldogs and then who who is it at a corner kelly rango it's like oh my god it's like all these bulldogs man i'm not mad at all either because they, they, they like pun no pun intended but they some dogs all right so yeah uh what about for you offensive and defensive rookie of the years
1: so offensive rookie of the year um I'm going with the dark horse here. I'm going with Jameer Gibbs. Uh, we oh. keep on hearing that he's going to be lining in the spot. He's going to be used in so many different ways. The thing is, if Jameer Gibbs even has – if Jameer Gibbs is used as a receiver like the way that they're saying he is, mm-hmm. I feel like he might have slightly better numbers than Bijan only because if I'm looking at the Falcons as a team and I'm looking at their schedule, they're mm-hmm. going to be out of games early on, which means they're not going to be able to ground and pound and get up to 20 carries, 15. Yeah, yeah carries and I think on the opposite side Jameer Gibbs is going to be in more favorable ma- um, matchup so I think he'll have that slight edge defensive rookie of the year if the Eagles weren't so good I would probably go that way but I just think Will Anderson that team's just always going to be okay. down and I just mm-hmm. think he's just going to have a ton of opportunities to make plays but Jalen Carter was my second choice so you don't think mm-hmm. I'm uh, disrespecting the yeah. the the um, the Bulldog.
0: Uh, will Anderson Jr. right there and that uh, with Houston. Obviously, they're going to be down a lot of games, so that'll lead to more tackles, Which because a lot of teams will be running towards the end. So more tackles, uh, the stats will look nice. So, I mean, that's not a bad pick either. Uh, but anything else you want to say before moving on to comeback?
1: Let's go to comeback.
0: All right, man. I had three. I, I couldn't decide between these three guys. And the first one is com- kind of like political you are, I think you know which way I'm going because it depends which way the NFL wants to go because the NFL, they are they, they leaked their script coming into this season. That was a great promotion, I felt. Um, when they're at their table reading for the 2023 NFL season. If you haven't uh, seen that video, go check it out. Uh, so my first pick, I have Damar Hamlin, obviously from the Bills. We saw what happened in that Bengals game where he had to get carted off. Everybody was scared for his health and everything. So I feel like in terms of for like this one, because if the, if the if the lions if the league wants to really push it, they will and they'll make him comeback player of the year regardless of his stats. They'll make him comeback player just because of what he went through on the field last season, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So if
0: they don't go that route, I have two players that, uh, that I have as well. One is OBJ coming off that ACL with the Ravens. Let's see if his knee actually is healthy and if he's able to. Be a, a contributor because obviously you're over here saying the Ravens you have them in the Super Bowl. So if OBJ can be a great part of that, he'll be come back player of the year because obviously he tore his ACL in the Super Bowl with the Rams and then out all of last season. So if he can come back healthy, be a good contributor, I see him being a comeback player candidate. And one more I have is Calvin Ridley of the of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He obviously he's not coming back from any injury, but he was on a whole season suspension from the NFL for gambling on his own team, which is stupid. If you gamble on your own team, it shouldn't matter. Like the NFL makes so much money based off their DraftKings and all, all their betting, all their betting sponsors. So if a player picks his own team to win their game, it's not like he was saying we're going to lose and then tank it just so he wins his, his own bet. Right. If you're saying, I'm going to, I'm going to bet 17 times this year and say, we win 17 times. That should not matter because you're playing to win the game, obviously. So if you're making a couple of extra dollars, who cares? But I have Calvin Ridley as a, another comeback candidate as well, just since he was off all of last season. So what about you?
1: So obviously, DeMar Hamlin is, the, like you said, the, the politically correct choice probably. Mm-hmm. to just to push the narratives and all that good stuff. Calvin Ridley was the other one that I had agree with you there completely. I think he could be immediately uh, an impact on the Jaguars the other one i have is john mechie from the texans now oh, yeah yeah outside yeah. bobby trees or robert woods there's not very much in terms of like like you know players who have had experience i know nico collins is a lot of people's darling for that team mm-hmm. uh but Mechie coming out of alabama like if you go back and look at his game tape like he could have made an impact year one uh he got diagnosed with leukemia sat out year uh, his rookie season he's going to come here has an opportunity with a rookie quarterback to you know build some chemistry and kind of build his role here. Uh, so yeah, I, I could see Mechie getting it, especially with uh, his case kind of being coming back from you know his mm-hmm. bout with leukemia.
0: So you mentioned John Mechie. Uh They also have Tank Dell there in in Houston. So that's a, I feel like that's a good young wide receiver duo for C.J. Stroud to grow grow with. And plus Pierce is a. It, He's a pretty good uh, running back, traditional running back, Damian Pierce. So, I I mean, obviously, I don't see them winning many games this year, but I do see them building something for the future as well. Yeah. And then so just moving on to coach of the year, um, we've mentioned them already a bunch of times. I have Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions. I feel like this is the year that they finally make that leap. They'll make it to the playoffs. And a lot of teams, because last season, it was, uh, it was Brian Dable from the Giants. Uh, as we see now, all you need to do is make the playoffs. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what you do at this point. Because like, even Sirianni wasn't a candidate, and he had the best record in the league. Andy Reid had the best record in the AFC, wasn't even a candidate. So who was it? Kyle Shanahan. It was uh, Dable. And then it was uh, from Jacksonville, our former coach, Doug Peterson. I was, yeah. I was rooting for him because of, obviously, Eagle bias. But um, I feel like this year we see that as long as you make that improvement, they will consider you. So I have Dan Campbell winning this year. Uh, what about you?
1: Dan Campbell was one. And then uh, Coach Sala from the Jets. If they okay, get yeah. 13 wins and leave that division, I think that'll tip it over for them. If he doesn't, it's Campbell's award to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, uh, real quick before we take off, you know, one – One player, uh, one coach that I don't have winning this at all, that obviously we've mentioned him a bunch of times. Okay. This, there's no way this coach will win uh, coach of the year because there's he can't even motivate his players. Um, He's a former Eagle defensive coordinator. A lot of the reason why, (laughs) just based off your reaction, I feel like you've already seen this video. Uh, This is the reason why a lot of Eagle fans feel like we lost the Super Bowl and myself included because he didn't make the adjustments, the proper adjustments in the second half. But yeah, man, this guy couldn't motivate me to make a fucking sandwich. Here here's Jonathan Gannon, the new head coach for the Cardinals, who will have the number one pick next year.
1: Who drove over here? Quick, let me see your hands.
0: Who took the bus? Do you have fire in your gut? Did
1: you? <laughs> like, the Rockies, Browns, like. Don't get that twisted, okay? We're here for a reason to win games.
0: So if Ooh, you did like, have that fire in your gut, you better light the fire pretty fast. Be who you are. Just understand, I'm looking for f- killers.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Be who you
0: are. Just, just know I'm looking for fucking killers. He said, "Dude,
1: I'm not gonna lie to you. I made a bet." That there would be an zero and seventeen zero and seventeen team in the league.
0: Okay, year. I'm not gonna say that bad. It's oh, smart, you said that there will be one, or that they. are? It doesn't are. have
1: to be the Cardinals. It's just that there will be an zero and seventeen team, and, and it's only because of the Cardinals. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like,
0: oh, dude, that was so bad, dude. It's I put eleven
1: up. units on the on the on the Cardinals to uh to to go under. So yeah,
0: yeah, that was bad. This I'm,
1: I'm looking for killers, man, because the only thing you're gonna kill is your tenure in – Arizona, that is so crazy. Yeah.
0: That, and then I saw the comments. They're like, "We're here to win games, just not this year because the 2024 draft is loaded." <laughs> it's, like, it's like, dude, like the little comments like that. It's all like, oh no, dude. dude James Mo- Conner, Hollywood Brown look like they both just saw ghosts. It's like, dude, it's, how did this? I don't know. I don't know.
1: Marquise Brown glad is looking at this like, damn. I should have just, I should have just not been annoying about my contract extension.
0: Stayed with the Ravens in Harbaugh. <laughs> oh,
1: man, man, I just wanted
0: to finish off on that. Uh, anything else you want to mention before taking off?
1: Oh man, <laughs> that guy's getting set up to just lose and get fired. I, I that's it's coming.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode 19 of the Sports Planet Podcast, Alex. Um, uh, co- like I mentioned earlier, host of the Royalty Podcast. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. Uh, so thank you for taking time out of your day to come and join us for episode 19, like I just mentioned, and to everybody else who tuned in, thank you for watching or listening to this episode, and we'll catch you all in the very next episode of the Sports Minded Podcast. Life is good, I've decided, now I'm on this island, out there,